so much for coming to this uh, event, which I am calling Keeping Virtual Meetings Real. And what does that even mean? Uh, well, as we have all been using uh, Zoom more, and I am going to just focus on Zoom, um, I thought that it's just a really good idea for us to go over some of the aspects of Zoom that can be beneficial to us, but also some of the ways that all of us could be more helpful about using Zoom when we're in a meeting. So probably one of the most challenging things that can take place for anyone who is facilitating a meeting on Zoom is crowd control. Now, that could be difficult even if you're in person, so we know that. But the difference is, is when you're in person, people know that, you know, it's the person on the microphone and you wait to be called and those kinds of things. There's some really traditional uh, ways that we behave in an in-person meeting. And we need to somehow find a way to transfer that to uh, our virtual meetings. So... I want to talk a little bit about some of those aspects with our regular meetings in person that we are going to do in a virtual meeting, such as this one. Uh, but uh, certainly they're not as known to everyone. So people know to come in quietly if the meeting's in session, right? Uh, but that doesn't always occur in a virtual meeting. And people know to you know, really quietly whisper, is this seat available? And, you know, they, people try to do it really not to be conspicuous, you know. People know to turn off their phones, and when their phone goes off, they're embarrassed, and they hurry up, and they shuffle to get their phone and turn it off. Um, and, you know, if for some reason they need to take a phone call, most people will get up and take it outside of the room. But when you're in virtual meetings, if people are unmuted then it can be really distracting when any of those kinds of things take place. So really, no matter what, I encourage people to come in muted and to stay muted unless you absolutely need to speak. And um, so to mute yourself when you are in a Zoom meeting as a participant, if you are on a phone with a standard numpad, you use star six and it's a toggle. So it mutes you and it unmutes you. If you are on the app on your smartphone, it's in the lower left-hand corner, there is a mute button and again, it's a toggle. So once you mute yourself, it becomes an unmute button. If you are on a PC, Alt-A will mute and unmute you. And if you are on a Mac, it's Command-Shift-A. So those are really important if you are a participant. And if you are uh, on a uh, if you are the facilitator, you want to make sure that you go through those, you do an overview with your participants and have some expectations. Now, I want to give an example, and I did not warn my assistants here, but I have four people that are unmuted. So even if you've self-muted, um, please unmute yourself. And I want to give an example of how if I were doing a, a smaller group, and actually in our social groups, we don't use raised hands, we don't use, we don't mute everybody when they come in, but we've been modeling good behavior for a while, and most of the time, everybody's really good. And so what I will do is say, uh, I want everybody to introduce themselves Please say your first name and then where you're from. And um, let's say, if you were born in the month of uh, February, introduce yourself. Mika. Oh, go ahead, Mika. Hi, my name is Mika, and I live in Federal Way, Washington. Very good. Thank you. 
And I'm trying to remember every, oh, I don't know Melanie's birthday. April. Okay. And when's, Nat, when's yours? Is it September? Yes, ma'am. Okay. We're going to pretend that um, there's three of you born in June, the other three of you. So I want people to see how this is done. So if you're born in June, um, you can introduce yourself. You guys are supposed to all three say your name. <laughs> you guys did Nat. not do that. Um, we're not hearing you, Tyson or Melanie. And we're not hearing you, Tyson or Melanie. Are they not muted? Are unmuted? Let me see. Tyson, you should be unmuted. Tyson, say your name so I know you're there. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, now we can. Okay, yes. yeah, I, yeah. Okay, so that's okay. I, Hang I, on. I got, hi, I got muted somehow, really strange. <laughs> um, Hang on just I, a second. So, Hang so on. yeah, so, so yeah, so, but, um, so yeah, I was born in June. Okay. Um, Hang on, Tyson. It's not your turn yet. We're modeling good Hang behavior. We, it's okay. We're, this is good. So Nat and then Tyson. Hello, everyone. My name is Nat. I'm from Carson, California. And for this presentation, I was born in June. <laughs> Tyson, it's your turn. Hi, I'm Tyson. I'm from Springfield, Illinois. And like Nat, for this, for this demonstration purposes, I was born in June as well. What a coincidence. <laughs> it is. You guys. Um, I want to make sure Melanie is unmuted. Melanie, are you there? I... You need... oh. we, we don't want to lose Melanie either. So let's make sure we have Melanie. Melanie, you should be unmuted. Ah, there we go. There can you, you go. Oh, much better. Yes, we can hear you. I so, was it's okay. It's <laughs> all right. Melanie. I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. And for this call, I was born in June. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys, that's great. So in all honesty, this works really well. We usually go in our socials. We go month by month, and sometimes we'll go backwards through the months, or we go forwards, or we start in the middle, and we just kind of shake it up. You never know. But it, people will say their name, and if I hear like four or five names. I'll just call out the first two or three names I hear and put them in order and ask them to speak when I say their name. So they say their name, they wait to be acknowledged, and then when they're acknowledged, they respond. It works beautifully if, you know, if everybody cooperates. Um, and sometimes you have to remind people. And but really it does work well. When there's a presentation or a meeting, however, if you were in a meeting, I highly recommend muting people. So we're going to jump into a presentation. I'm gonna give a brief presentation and we are going to have our three uh, assistants here help show us how um, questions might be asked. I will let you know when I'm ready for questions. And Nat, you will um, assist me with letting me know the order in which people can ask their questions. Okay? Yes, ma'am. All right. So Nat is the host and I am the facilitator. And I'm really glad you guys are here. Um, I wanted to share today about ways that you could um, prepare pizza and the different kinds of things that you might want to put on your pizza. And I hope that this has been a really good presentation. And I hope that you've gotten some good ideas on, you know, things that you could do with preparing your pizza. I'm ready for questions now. Does anybody have their hand raised, Nat? We seem to have Tyson. All right. Tyson, you're unmuted. Hi, right. Tyson. So, hi, how are you guys today? Um, so as far as what you said, what do I like on my pizza or how do I prepare pizza? It, it's... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, how you can prepare pizza. I presented about different ways to prepare pizza. Uh -huh. um, so now whoever's making noise into their microphone, you might want to mute or maybe help that. Um, anyway, uh, so 
you have a question about it or a comment, Tyson? Um, so when you're when you make your thick crust pizza, because I prefer thick crust, um, how do you how do you get it so it's got that kind of a doughy top and a done bottom? Well, I cook it on a little bit uh, higher temperature, and 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 then turn it down about uh, halfway through the process. Thank you very much, Tyson. Thank you. Right. I appreciate it. Okay. Uh, is there anybody else? Mika, you're unmuted. Um, yes. Hi, my name is Mika. I guess you know that. And um, I just wanted to just let you know that one time I used to date a pizza delivery man. Um, his name was Bob and he was a pretty cool dude. So I used to thank get Thank you, Mika. Mika. Pizzas, like, Mika. All the time. Yeah. Mika, uh -huh, uh -huh. thank you very much. But do you have a question or a comment? Well, I just was wondering if anyone else is dating pizza delivery men because they're kind of hot and, you know, I Mika, really like Mika, I would really appreciate it if you could please stay on topic. We want this presentation it's to about move pizza. So we're going to have to move on because I know we do have other uh, questions. So thank you, Mika. Who's next now? We have no more questions, ma'am. Really? Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. So now... Um, we did have somebody making noise and who who was our culprit doing that noise it was melanie oh and nat quieted melanie down so when somebody is making noise what happens on zoom is that if there is a hot mic so when somebody's talking uh the zoom picks that up and it even lets us know in fact we can use control number two and we can hear who's talking. If you guys do that from your uh, computers right now, you would see that it's probably my name that shows up. But if somebody was making noise as well, and maybe somebody wants to do that right now as I'm talking, and you'd be able to probably pick up on both of us. And so then if you do, then as a host, you could track it down and mute that person that's being interruptive. So that is the host's job. And it's the real reason why no one should really be facilitating a call on their own. It's always good to have somebody else that's not facilitating the call, but that is hosting and supporting the facilitator that's assisting with those there's somebody that has an open mic and so i'm echoing so uh again those are things that the host will find mute and take care of for me and i am grateful for that so um i'm going to go over to my notes really quick so i can see what else i wanted to make sure i cover on this call so give me just a second um Let's see. So, you know, uh, we we kind of cut off Mika, uh, and sometimes you have to do that. Uh, if there's a call, actually, I would like somebody to um, do me a favor. Make sure, uh, Nat, that the three are unmuted. Mika, it seems that you might be double muted, so I can't actually unmute you. Should be good. There was a there. Note. You, go. Okay. There you go. Sorry. Okay. That's okay. So I want to make sure everybody's unmuted. I don't remember who is supposed to join us in the middle of a presentation, uh, but I'd like you to kind of do that right now as we're talking. Um, yeah, this is Melanie. So, I just came into the call. I'm so sorry so, I'm late. What did I miss? So Can you tell you, me what the topic thank is? You, thank you, Melanie. If you could mute yourself, we'd appreciate it. And we'll get to you if you have any questions, but we're in the middle of the presentation. So really, you guys, it's important that when you come into a presentation and it is in progress, you do not need to announce yourself. First of all, if we are facilitating or hosting, we know when you come in. We get to, we get to see and read those names, hear those names, however it is. Uh, but it's interruptive and and so, you know, you wouldn't do that if there was a real meeting going on. You go into a board meeting or something. You wouldn't come in and say, hi, I'm here, everybody. You know, that's just not, we don't do that and in real life, in real person, in person. And we don't want to do it on a call. So thank you, Melanie. Um, let's see. 
All right. And I think that, uh, let's see. You know, I think you guys really helped me a lot with coming, getting some of the stuff done. Um, so the other little things that I thought I would share is raising of hands. Um, you raise your hand in a, in a meeting with Alt-Y if you're on the PC, Option-Y if you're on a Mac, and in the lower right-hand corner on the app is a More button. And once you double tap on that, the raised hand feature appears. So you would double tap on that. If you're on a phone, it's star nine. Now those are a toggle, but I encourage you not to put your hand down. Keep your hand up and the host will put your hand down when uh, you're finished. And it's really best if we take care of it on our end. Uh, it has been uh, asked of me, what happens when I'm in a meeting and I can't even find my mute and unmute button? It's, it's probably because you are an attendee in a webinar. So that is a little bit different. Everybody comes in muted. No one has a mute button in a webinar and the host will allow you to talk and then once they allow you to talk a mute unmute button toggle appears and you may need to unmute yourself if you are on a pc or in the app and so you unmute yourself and then uh, it, you go from there and likely the host will then uh, take that privilege away from you when you're done and the mute button will disappear. So, or unmute button. So I, I wanted to make you aware of that. If that is happening to you, it's likely because you are in a webinar. If you notice that there was some noise again, a little bit ago and Nat just, I didn't have to say anything. Nat as the host just went by and zap muted the person. So took care of that. And that's what the host does. So now uh, I would really like to open this up to any questions. So Nat, I would like you to uh, be ready to uh, respond to anybody and, uh, you know, technically uh, Tyson and Melanie and Mika, uh, you guys are done unless you want to be interrupted while they're somebody's asking a real question. Oh, that'd be mean. <laughs> no, we're not really mean. <laughs> Does anybody have any questions or comments? Wait. Cindy, it's Tyson. Yes. Okay, so um, I actually got I actually got like a few questions that came to my mind about this. So the first thing is. Um, you know, obviously we, you know, what do you do when you've got someone who's like asking multiple questions? Um, they, they like, they're asking about, uh, you know, for example, with your pizza thing, you know, how, how is it that, uh, you know, how, how thick do you slice your, your, your mushrooms? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, so I'd like to know that. And then after that, if you could, if you could kind of tell me like, you know, are you a pepperoni or a, a sausage kind of person on your pizza? <laughs> Um, my favorite pizza sausage mushroom if anybody wants to order me pizza and um, oh, see I kind of nailed it there just by accident that was really cool you did. That okay was good. yeah so so then you know and then um like when when I you know I asked that question about the 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 pizza crust um and you're talking about you know so what do you consider like where would you where would you draw the line between like a thin and a, and tyson, a thick crust tyson i would <laughs> yeah, really yes. appreciate it if you could limit your questions i actually have a question about to pizza too um i was just Mika, wondering yeah, could you please, please wait yes thank you <laughs> thank you okay, okay all right i'll i'll step back and, and so, i'll raise my hand again so all right so thank I'm you. Sorry. Thank and you, I would like Tyson. to I would like to actually answer your question, Tyson, on the multiple questions. <laughs> I think that I'm because it's a good one. Um, you will get people who are in a presentation and they don't know when to stop, and they're very excited. They just want to participate, and that's great. <clears throat> I think it's a good practice, unless it's like a follow-up question, and even then, 
you know, to limit somebody to one question because typically there's more than one person that has a question. So um, a lot of times what we will do in, in our practice as we've been doing these community calls is we will ask somebody the one, let somebody ask one question, then we will let them know that we need to move on to the next uh, person. They'll raise their hand again, and then we will get to them after others have asked their question. We don't let them cut in front of people that have not yes, yet answered a question in fairness, because most of these calls are you know time sensitive. We, a lot of them are one hour, and we want to make sure that everybody has their opportunity to get an answer. So sometimes it might be that if you don't mind, we're going to move on. Thank you so much. Uh, whatever feels right uh, to you as a facilitator. And it's great if you as a facilitator can actually stop the question. But if not, if you're just letting it go on, that's what your host is going to do. Just like Nat. Nat did it beautifully, jumped in there, got it stopped and actually took care of two, one, two, two punches there. That was great, Nat. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, they were just coming at you, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> good job. Yeah. Um, so any other questions? Anybody have their hands raised, Nat? You actually have a lot of questions. <laughs> All right, so let's go to them. Two and five, you are unmuted. Hi, I appreciate Betty Passanati from Philadelphia. Hi, Betty. Hi, good to be here. I appreciate the uh, explanation about not announcing yourself. I'm a little more familiar with conference calls. That's what we use in our state for most of our calls. And there are a few of them on, on these community calls, too. And when you enter a conference call meeting, you are prompted to announce yourself. So mm -hmm. I guess I got a little bit confused with these, these Zoom calls. That is not necessary. And I never meant to be interruptive. I just thought you were supposed to. No, so I do no problem. Sure. I appreciate the clarification. Mm-hmm. You bet. That's it. Thank you, Betty. And that's a good point. I mean, we're all learning, right? And so, uh, but you could tell if when we're having a discussion and if somebody is presenting and somebody else comes in and just says their name and, you know, starts talking, then it, it can be interruptive and distracting. So thank you so much, Betty, for bringing that up. Who else? Wendy, you are unmuted. Thank you, Cindy. This is Wendy from Seattle. Hi, Wendy. Hello. Um, nice job with you and, and your you. cohort. And my crew. Yeah. Your crew. Yeah. Um, and Mika, we can talk later about past dating. Um, <laughs> so my that question could be is, a whole nother presentation. <laughs> <indeed>. <laughs> my question is, um, I'm wondering, sometimes when I enter a Zoom call, I always check to see if my video has started or if it is stopped um, because I don't always want right. to be on video and sometimes I, I need to be and sometimes I, a lot of times I don't. Um, but um, I've noticed it's not always consistent. Is that the host discretion to it set is. when you're setting up a call? Okay. It is, but I will say that I think that you can also do it in your settings, your personal settings in your Zoom account. You oh. can decide whether or not you want to go in with video or not. If you are on the PC, and I don't know the answer to anything else other than the PC, okay. but Alt-V will turn your video on and turn it off. So if I do Alt-V right now, I am videoing and if I'm off, so. Okay, so if I set it in my settings to leave it off and the host says all videos are on, will that override my setting? I believe that if you have it in your settings, even if I said I wanted all of everybody to be on video, if you're set to not be on video, it would have your settings. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yep. Thanks. Anybody else? Jamaica, you're unmuted and good to go. Yes. I wanted to ask about how you, how you unmute when, when someone else is unmuting you, um, how do you, how do you do that on the PC, please? So you're going to, if somebody, if you are muted in the call, you can try to unmute yourself and it's Alt-Y. Uh, if it says that you are muted by the host, you won't be able to do it unless the, the host unmutes you. 
if the host goes to unmute you, sometimes it won't let us. Sometimes it needs you to then approve that. And so it will say the host is asking you to unmute. And then you can either do again Alt Y or you could tab to the unmute. Thank you. Thanks, Jamaica. C Cindy, this is Tyson. Yeah. I just have to give a correction. It's Alt A for unmute. Oh, oh, thank you. Oh my gosh, what was I thinking? Alt A, not Alt Y. Thank you so much, Tyson. I don't know what I'm thinking. So Alt A is to unmute, not Alt Y, Jamaica. Sorry about that. Boy, rewind start over thank you tyson all right next tia you should be unmuted if not like cindy just said actually the host might be asking you to unmute and if you are on a pc you can do all yeah hi hi yeah. there hi, hi uh yeah this is taya i'm in atlanta hi, hi. taya yeah i like i like um when um, on one of your earlier calls you said a way to remember um um, that you're unmuting yourself on audio is that that a a will stand for audio there you go so i should have remembered that yeah yeah but um <laughs> but, yeah i know jamaican it might be a helpful way for her but that wasn't you know to re remember but that wasn't my question um i've been on a uh, invited to join a, a zoom meeting and um i just had like what this one here i just had to click on the link and it put me right mm -hmm. in However, there have been other times when I had to put in a, a meeting ID number yes. as well as a pen. Can yes. you tell me why the why the absolutely yes? Mm -hmm. So that's in the settings for the uh, person that is hosting the Zoom call. Um, in our settings, when we set up uh, our our calls through ACB. We have it automatically set so it includes the password in the link. So it includes the meeting ID and the password in the link. And most of them will automatically include the, the meeting ID, but sometimes people don't include the uh, password and then you have to type it in. The meeting ID is given though, if you go to just open your Zoom account, you can then just copy and paste or type in the meeting ID and then the password. and I, of course, I prefer it when it's all in one, you know, link like I do it, but I've also had calls where I've had to type that stuff in and uh, yeah, it's all really, it is on the organizer. So thank you for that uh, question, Taya. Linda, you're unmuted. Hey, Cindy, it's Linda Yaks. Hi, um, Linda. I have two questions. Sure. First of all, you mentioned, did I understand you to say that control F2 would tell us who's taught, who's no, con control two. Control two, okay. Yep. Because I tried F2, it didn't work, obviously. Yeah, and the no, second question two. is, mm -hmm. do the hands show up on the host screen in the order in which they're raised? Yes, yes, it does. Yep. So when people, you know, we always hear that your call will be taken in the order it was received. <laughs> so uh, it's the same thing. Uh, your hand is, when you raise your hand, you are placed in order. And the only reason, at least... When I'm working with people that are hosting our community calls, uh, and you know about 80% of them, 80% uh, of the community calls originate within ACB, and it's you know our it's some of my volunteers that are helping us with hosting, and we we um, will go in order unless somebody has already asked a question. We may skip them and go to the next person who has not asked a question, and then come back to the person that's already asked a question. That is the only reason we would not take somebody in order. And it's, like I said, it's because they've already asked a question, so. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Shannon, you're unmuted and good to go. Okay, so I, I feel a little weird being the one to ask this question, but I'm gonna do it anyway. What if you have somebody on the call, like, you know, we, we talked about like Tyson's example about being like super enthusiastic with too many questions, but what if you have somebody that's sort of the opposite of that? How would you handle somebody that was like, well, I mean, I, you can eat pizza if you want, but I don't eat carbs and I don't eat cheese and I don't eat meat and I don't so like we tomatoes. Would say, I would say, well, thank you so much. And I appreciate your perspective. We're focused on blah, blah, blah. And at that same time, I would hope my host is muting you. And I would thank you. 
So that is, that is how we would do it. Thank you, Shannon. But I know even though you don't eat cheese, you eat pizza. So yes, there I you do. go. <laughs> Thanks, Shannon. Uh, Area code 259, you're unmuted. Hello? Who is it? 259? Yes. Are they showing unmuted? Yes, they're showing as being unmuted. Okay, we're not hearing you. Let's go to the next person. Leave them unmuted in case they're needing to do right. something with their mic. Marsha, you should be unmuted. And if not, there is a pop-up asking you to unmute. You can also do Alt-A if you're on your computer. We're waiting for Marsha or 259. Well, I know it's not anything wrong with our system because I'm hearing everybody else, so. Right. We All can right. go to Roger. All right. Oh, oh, there he is. She is. Marcia, I'm in Florida. Um, I have a question. Sometimes when I get an invite on a Zoom meeting, it has a phone number and sometimes it doesn't. So, you know, this has come up, especially like some churches and some other outside entities not related to our community calls. Uh, if you ever get an invite for a Zoom meeting and it only has a link, and if the password has letters in it, it likely means that the host who set it up, the organizer, did not check the checkbox that said that people could join via phone or internet. There is a way where it could just be on online, just the internet, or just the phone, or both. We always set ours up for both, but uh, if if you get a, just a link and no phone number, likely it has been set up, so it's only going to work if you're on the app or if you're online. Okay, thank you. It was you my bet. niece. Yeah. Parties. Mm -hmm. I don't think she knew what she was doing. So. That, that happens. And that's what okay. And right. I will just thank share you. this with you. People can go back and um, update that they can edit the invitation and they could change it so that they get a phone. So if you ever get a link like that and there's time, you know, not, obviously not the hour before, but when you get it, if, if it looks like it does not include phone, you might ask them if they'd go in and edit it and fix it so that it checked the checkbox so it could be phone and internet. Awesome. So, Roger, right. you are up next and you're unmuted. I thank you very much. Well, hi uh, there, Roger. Uh, I got basically one question is that uh, I've had a lot of fun doing this and should I get my own pro account or can we use no. No, you, can your, you bet. You can still use mine, although I'm going to talk to you about that because I think you don't need, need anybody there. You guys kind of have it under control, but it, it works well. Yeah. So, uh, yep, you're you're good. Okay. I know. Yeah. I just uh, I just wondering because I, I actually sent you a note to ask you that question. Yeah, I, I it was it was bef it was before I got off on Friday and I didn't I, I meant to get back to you. So I, I was planning to call you actually on Tuesday before your before your call. So, uh, yeah, you're good. Thank you, Roger. Donna, you're unmuted. Okay, this is Donna Brown from West Virginia. Oh, hi there, Donna. Hey, hey, this has been wonderful, Cindy. And Nat, you're doing a great job, too. She Thank is. you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Anyway, when when I'm back to that, except I'm on, on a Mac, so forgive my, my different vocabulary. Um, when you did the talked about the control two, in my case, it was command two, and I I saw that you were speaking. Mm -hmm. But how did you find that Melanie was making all that racket? This came up in a, in a sure. meeting that I hosted on on Thursday. So here's night, a so. couple of other tricks. So okay. if control two doesn't work, and sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't. You know, sometimes there's an obvious culprit, and sometimes it just doesn't pick it up right away. Whoever is unmuted and making noise, they start to move to the top. So as oh, a host, okay. if you start working from the top, mute somebody. And if they 
if the noise is still there, you can unmute them and go to the next person and so on and so on. You just don't want to mute the person that's talking. Speaking, right. Yeah. And a mute all is, is a dangerous thing because it will mute everybody. Uh, and that means your speaker. And so, you know, that's, I don't recommend that unless you yeah. absolutely have to. But yes, your, your people that are speaking move to the top and they should be right near your speaker. So within a couple of people. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, one other question, and, and this may not be appropriate for, for this meeting, but um, I was on a uh, call with you one time and, and you had to leave and you needed to switch the host to somebody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember that, but I do. How did you do that? So as a host, I can make somebody else the host or I can make somebody the co-host. So in as a host, we so we can go next to your name. If you're in the participants list next to your name, to the right of your name, there is the mute or muted or unmute button uh, as a host. That's what I see. And then next to that is a more options uh, drop down. And if I enter on that, uh, there's uh, several options that I have. I can rename you. So if you come in as a phone number, I could rename you and put your name in there. So there's several people that we know we are recognizing phone numbers now because we've been doing this so long. <laughs> we know that William is 760 and we know that 562 is Lynn and we, you know, 314 is likely Allie and it depending on our calls, of course, but so we might go in there and rename them. Okay, so we can do that. If somebody is really being inappropriate and gets on the microphone and starts cursing, um, uh, yelling, uh, or the noise is really obnoxious and they won't stop and then we mute them and they unmute and still like the noise is unbearable and we mute them and they unmute again, uh, they're gonna be out. And in that more options, we can remove them from the call and they cannot come back in if we do that. So that's just an automatic, you're out, you don't get to come back. Um, and in that more options area, there are you know, several other uh, options and that, that we are, you know, that become visible to us as the host or co-host. And one of them is make host and one of them is make a co-host. So I can, I, right now I'm the host and Nat is, has been made the co-host. And if I were to leave this call, it would ask me, do I want to leave and end it? Or do I want to make somebody the host and I could make Nat the host? So, but you can't do that if you're not the host. You have to be the host to be able to do those things. <laughs> okay. All right, so if you have an area code that is 678, you are unmuted and good to go. Thank you so much. I think this is an outstanding program. I really need it. This good. is Janet from Georgia. Hi, Janet. And I wanted, hi, Cindy. I wanted to find out, um, I'm teaching some classes on Mondays, and I know that when you press Alt-R, you're, you're filming or, or taping you're the class. You're recording, uh-huh. You're recording it. Mm -hmm. um, is that, I'm trying to find where those videos go. You know what? I have so, not found them. So if you, if the, it is on your computer, so that records to the computer that you are on. If uh -huh. you do, if you're the host, so it records to the right, host's computer. Right, we're, we're teaching the class. Okay. There's also, if you do Alt-C, it, rep it records to the cloud. And whoever owns that account, they will receive uh -huh. a link for that uh, program and it's in the cloud and then it's just a link and I highly recommend that you do it that way and if you're not the one that would receive that just contact the person that is and say you know could well, you I, I should it's my pro account but okay. I don't know where it is so it would definitely be on your your look in your downloads and I would look under 2020 it, uh -huh. The date, I think yeah. the date ends up showing like 2020 and then the date and then it'll say maybe the name of the uh, event. Yes. So great. Okay. I will, I will try that. Thank you so much. You bet. Randy, you are unmuted and good to go. Oh gosh. Oh, I'm sorry. I just had some bad winds come through. Hi, Randy. So, hi, this is Randy Mobley from Louisiana. How are you? Good. Good. I owe you a um, phone call. 
you and I are going <laughs> to chat big time. Anyway, go on. What's your question? Uh, I'm actually, uh, the question that I have is about recording. You know, mm -hmm. I know as a host. Oops, you're cutting out, Randy. We're not hearing you suddenly. I think the wind is blowing you away. <laughs> we don't hear you at all. You were cutting out a lot. We did not catch anything you, you said. Uh-oh. Am I still cutting out? No, you're good right this minute. So okay. Go okay. Um, so I know in some of the meetings that you can record, uh, especially as the host, do you find that it's necessary to inform everyone that you're recording prior to starting? And is there a way that other participants, um, you can disable their ability to record or not? So I know in our settings, I believe that is set that you cannot record as a participant. Okay. And when you come in, it lets you know that the that it is being recorded. So I do not feel the need to share um, that it's being recorded. Now, is there an accessibility shortcut if someone were to want to know? Uh, because on my screen, it shows up as red. But for like in the case of my son, he would not see that. Is there an accessibility shortcut that would let participants know in the event that they wanted to that it's being recorded? Um, I don't know if somebody wants to see if you tab through to see if does somebody want to, that's using JAWS um, or NVDA or something. Could you tab through and see if you see that it's being recorded? And I just don't know the answer to that question. I know that when you come into the meeting, it tells you. Okay. And it would tell you if I started or stopped the recording. Um, this so is I, Mika. I don't see it right off when I when I tab through, but definitely it makes it really clear when you're first coming in, even before you hear anyone, it'll say, you know, it'll say that you're muted and this call is being and this is being recorded. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm okay. not. Oops, you cut out again, Randy. We're not hearing you at all. Okay, so. Yeah. Uh, Let's let's go on. Why don't you mute her and continue on? And Nathan, you're unmuted and good to go. Hi. Well, you, you answered both of my questions that I had, but I have Julie here and she wants to ask a question. Well, hi, Nathan. <laughs> hi, Julie. Hi there. This is very interesting. What good. is the specific difference between the roles of co host and co-host? None. Oh, that was an easy one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, other than the host, uh, is the one that would end the call. And so mm -hmm. if I wanted to pass that on, if I left, I'd pass, I'd make the co-host and the host. I see. So most okay. of the privileges are the same. Yeah. Gotcha. It's just having two people there to kind yep. of monitor things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Uh-huh. And you should be unmuted and good to go. Anne? And you might have a pop-up on your screen asking you to unmute. And to unmute, that is Alt-A. Okay. All right. Why don't we go to the next? 318, you should be unmuted and good to go. If you have a 318 area code. Oh, there you are. Who's that? I don't have a 318 area code, but I did tell me I'm unmuted. Okay, I'm go ahead. sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Go ahead. That's okay. <laughs> hi, Terry. Hi. This, hi. Um, I have two quick questions. Well, one question and two questions. Um, <laughs> number one, when someone uses the one tap to get in, yes. um, for instance, from an iPhone, yep. that takes you through your phone to it. It doesn't take you through the app. That's right. Um, so when you want to either mute or unmute or raise your hand or lower your hand mm -hmm, it's, on that. Am I correct that that would be using the same star six or star nine yeah. as uh, just that's as if why, you were yeah, using it on a landline phone? That's why I specify if you're on a phone and you have a keypad. So because then it, so on your phone, if you, whether it's the iPhone or whether it's a regular old fashioned flip phone or it's a landline, if you're on a phone and there's a keypad or within, you know, the numpad, then you're going to use the star six, star six, right. and star nine. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I just thought it was good to clarify that. The other question I was going to ask you is, are there, is there anyone else 
who might be interested in maybe doing a couple of practice calls or some information on doing these calls without a screen reader. Mm-hmm. People like people with low vision who are using some, we're not necessarily using all of the hot seats. I do have one um, other person that is a very. Yeah, I do have one other person right now that is working with us that is using, yeah. that is low vision, Terry. So um, we'll work on getting together and we can do that. We can work on getting yeah, I'm together. Just if there are others because I'm just wondering if there are others because there are, what I have been finding is that there are other ways to do it even more quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but there are also a few disadvantages. And uh, just thought that we might could get a little group together who sure. could do that as well. So if anybody okay. is interested in learning how to host and would be using Vision, you can send me an email to community at acb.org and we'll work on putting something together with you, Terry. Thank you. I believe the number begins 806 or 868. I'm so sorry, I'm bad at these numbers. If you've heard that you're unmuted, it might be me. I'm okay, 860. So All right, go for okay. it. Hi, my name's Eileen. Hi, Eileen. Hi. My question goes in a little bit of a different direction. So if it would be better posed elsewhere, that's fine. Um, I'm going to be president of a club <laughs> in two months. <sighs> These are people who have no familiarity with Zoom. Um, Most of them are sighted. And we're afraid that we're going to lose members because a lot of people will be very upset because they have to use Zoom because it's probably going to be a while before we can actually, um, Mm -hmm. before things will open up here enough to meet in person. So my question is, how can I come across or what can we do to, so that people will feel comfortable, not intimidated? Because I don't want to go down in history as the president whose club dissolved because all the members went away. I don't think that it's out of order at all. It's a good question. And I want to encourage you. I think that it's much better for us to do it this way than to not be able to meet at all. And I can just speak from some experience over the last 10 weeks as our community calls have grown and people who were probably very hesitant and including me who didn't even know how to host and had to kind of learn, you know, out of necessity. And um, that, you know, the people are coming along and it takes some time, of course, for anything for us to get used to something. I would encourage you to one, make sure that you have somebody supporting you as president who hosts the call for you and is very familiar with using Zoom and can do all of the navigation necessary to support you. Very important. If our call right now had a lot of people talking and a lot of disruption, it it causes anxiety. People would, you know, feel frustrated and all of that. So I think it's really important that you make sure that you have somebody that is supporting you as the host. Also, you do some, maybe some things prior to any kind of a meeting that maybe is more informal, like a social get together and where people get to practice. So people can learn how to mute and unmute and how to raise their hand and you know, just so that people feel comfortable and confident with it. And people are going to want to do this just because they want to be connected. I don't think you're going to lose a lot of people. So I want to encourage you along. Uh, I think that there might be some people that will be a little frustrated. But the fact of the matter is, is that people can call in, people can use the app, people can use their computer. There's so many different ways that people can do this. It's what's comfortable for them. I promise you, though, that this is one thing, and you probably notice people that if you're on the phone, the sound quality is different than if you're on, say, a headset on the computer. And so 
you know, hopefully as you get further along, including, you know, maybe you as a facilitator, um, that you will get more comfortable as well to be able to uh, move to the computer or use, uh, ear, you know, get on with the app and make sure you, you're using a good headset or microphone that you can easily be heard. Most importantly, it really is about our own attitude as a leader and how people respond to us. And so we just want to model uh, good behavior in these calls and not let too much slip by us, recognizing that we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but we also uh, don't want people to leave because they're frustrated. So anyway, model good behavior, have a positive attitude, and create a way for people to practice prior to a meeting. Thank you for your question. Um, Cindy, I just wanted to let you know that we have about nine minutes. Okay. And Thank you. You're welcome. And 215, you're unmuted and good to go. Hello. I had one question about that as a caller. When I enter my uh, ID, meeting ID, the next question I'm asked is, enter your participating ID number or else just press pound. Yeah. What's that all about? I have no idea. But you just get to, <laughs> really? hang, out. You get to hang out, though, and get on here, right? Yes. Yeah. So if it asks for your password, then you have to put in a password. But oh, I'm password not, it does. Yeah. yeah. But, but the yeah, participating... I'm not sure. I think that possibly um, somebody could set it up so that each individual has their own ID. But boy, that sounds like oh, a headache to me. Okay. And I didn't do it. I'm, I'm not doing it. So no, I haven't seen it on yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yep. You're good. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Betty. Gary, you're unmuted and good to go. Hello. I just wanted to clarify about recording. I've been recording a truckload of Zoom meetings, mm -hmm. and I've done it both with the Alt-R and the Alt-C. Uh -huh. If you use the Alt-R on my system, at least, it puts my recordings under my documents in a Zoom folder. And in that folder, each call is also in a folder, and each call is got an audio recording or a Zoom recording, which I assume has the video. And then you can take those recordings and do whatever you want with them, send them to people as links okay. or whatever. The only downside of these, they're not MP3 recordings. They're some other thing, M3A or MP4, if you talk about the Zoom recording, which probably take up a little more room. Now, if you use the, if you use the cloud recording, which is, which is uh, Alt-C, mm -hmm. uh, you're right about it sending you a link. It sends you an email saying your recording is ready, and then you can send that link to people. But you have to be careful of one little thing, which I made the mistake of not doing. When it sends you that link, it also includes a password. Mm -hmm. If you just send the link out to people and don't include that password, they can't get into the call. They can't get into the recording. And you can also set your Zoom so that those cloud recordings delete at the end of 30 days, which might be good because they really do take up a lot of room. If you think. Perfect. Thank you, Gary. And uh, the the uh, link, the email that you get actually has two links in it. One of them is a link that you can use and it, you know, it, it takes it from your personal login. So it's like on your account and the other is to be shared, which has that extra password. So yes, those are good points. And I'll have to look and see if I have a Zoom folder. There's a few things that have gotten recorded to my computer, but typically I do a record to the cloud. So thank you. Anybody else? 573, you're unmuted and good to go. Yes, hi. This is Peter Altro from Columbia, Missouri. Well, hi, uh, Peter. Two quick comments. Hi, thank, and thanks for doing this. This is really terrific. Sure. The first is I, I want to make a plea uh, to make it easier for folks who are running these meetings. And that is there is research out there that says once you get beyond 15 or 20 seconds when you're making a, making a, a question or comment, people begin to lose what you're trying to say. So the message of the message is try to keep your comments or, or questions brief. Sometimes that's not possible, but make an effort to do that. The other, the other thing is to the person who's worried about uh, starting a Zoom call, one of the things I've found useful is if people are used to conference calls using a phone, a regular phone, rest compared to an iPhone, what I often say to them is, hey, have you ever been on a conference call using a phone? And they often say, oh yeah. I say, well, it's the same thing. You just have to, you know, uh, 
you know, follow the directions. They give you a phone number and an ID and a password. It's the same basic thing. And what you'll likely find out is that the, the quality is a lot better than your old conference line. And that's often really been really helpful to get people over that first hurdle. All right. Thank you, Peter. Also, if you are working, you know, one of the things that I think uh, if you have a, a group that mostly is cited, uh, letting them know if they do come on the computer, they can use video and see one another. A lot of people like that as well. So any anything else there, uh, Nat? Anybody else? Uh, we have a couple of questions from people who asked questions. Okay. Already. We still have we still have time. We have five minutes. So let's let's go for it. Awesome. Mary, you should be unmuted and good to go. Mary. Okay. Mary. Can you hear me? There you there are, you Mary. Are. She Here hasn't asked a question before. Hi there, oh, Mary. I'm so hey. sorry. <laughs> this is this is great. I'm enjoying oh, this a good. lot. Um I always go into these Zoom calls on my iPhone because I don't have a computer. So right. um, I never see any sort of message telling me that the meeting's being recorded. Are you able to see that anywhere on an iPhone? Do you know? I wish I could tell you the answer to that. And I don't know the answer. I'm assuming that there probably is. And I'm wondering mm -hmm. if it's on that main uh, page when you come in. Uh, so you're Maybe not getting so. that announcement, but I, I just feel like it might be there. It might be. Um, I'll have to. Also, to just just for FYI, since you brought that up, when you are in the app, if you go, if you double tap on the participants at the bottom, mm -hmm. it's the second one from the right. Uh, right. At the top, you can see how many people are in the call. Yes. And if you are in a meeting and you are on the PC, you can do all, you and it will tell you how many participants are in the call. So that's just another, you know, uh, something that we had not mentioned before. But I don't know the answer to your question, Mary. So oh, no problem. Me. You stumped me. I'd, I'd ask. It's okay. I like hearing your voice. So there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Wendy, you're unmuted and good to go. Okay. Hi, it's Wendy. Hi, um, Wendy. Cindy, I think I have the answer to that question. I'm ready. Um, so you go to the participant list like you just described. And mm -hmm. if you go look down on the participants, it says, you go down several, it says Nat R. Host Recording. There you go. So, yes, it does tell you, Mary. Thank you, Wendy, answered that question. Woo, woo. All right. Yeah, thanks. All right. Can I ask one quick question while I'm here? Okay. Is there an equivalent for the iPhone for the Control 2, you know, to find out who's making all the noise if, if you are, doing it yes, from an iPhone? It, there is, actually, I believe. If you are on the main screen, so not in the participants, mm -hmm. but it shows you who is talking. Um, oh, okay. The, screen. So, the active speaker. Yeah, it does. Okay. The, the active okay. speaker. So uh, otherwise, if you go into the participants list, very similarly, uh, if somebody is unmuted and they are speaking, they shoot to the top. top uh, of the the okay. mm -hmm. And if there's other people making noise, they would also be toward the top. I will say as a host, I don't recommend using hosting a call from your iPhone. It is much better to do it from your PC. And there are people that are doing it from the Mac, but okay. it's a lot more challenge even from okay. the Mac. So, okay. So Thank we hear you, somebody Cindy. saying, okay, and you're unmuted. So we're hearing that. 412, you're good to oh. go. Hello, my name is John. Hi. How are you doing? Good. Do you have a question? Um, yes, I do. First of all, I'm not familiar with Zoom at all. I've been listening on the phone. Mm -hmm. I'm using my I'm using my cell phone by the way. I enjoy every meeting, but I need to talk to someone off the Zoom meeting call to talk to someone about how to get on Zoom on the computer. I just bought me a computer. Mm -hmm. And I learn everything about Zoom using the computer. Good. And and also um you can you can download the app, the Zoom app, 
And then uh -huh. if you were to click on, instead of doing it as a phone call, but if you were to click on the link, it will mm -hmm. actually automatically put you into the app instead mm -hmm. of, and, and the quality, and then you choose, it'll say, join the call via internet audio or by phone. And if you choose internet audio, the sound quality is better than the phone. So that's just another <laughs> little hint. But, um, you know, I'm probably going to do another presentation sometime soon that walks us all through getting our Zoom account set up and what kinds of things that we might want to do in the settings and those kinds of things. So uh, be watching for that. Uh, and possibly I, if you email me at community at acb.org, community at acb.org, I'd be happy to try and find somebody to assist you. All right. Um, so we are, we are at that time. You guys have been amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mika, Melanie, and Tyson, and of course, Nat for, uh, you know, hosting with me. I appreciate it. Thanks to all of you for coming. Thank you, Jason, for streaming this presentation. And, uh, you know, hope you guys have a wonderful long weekend. There is some really special things taking place tomorrow. So watch for uh, your email in the morning with all the events taking place tomorrow on Memorial Day. And if you are not subscribed to the email list, you can send me an email and let me know you'd like to be subscribed to get that daily email and I will subscribe you again community at acb.org. Thanks again and have a great rest of your day.